the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Market notes. You'll also see Rob's. Good morning. Welcome in. September 30th, 2013. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and more. What do you want to talk about? We can talk about anything under the sun that has to do with money and investing. Oh, it's going to be interesting. Why, is it, why do I start there, right? Um, government shutdown. Night, midnight. Now, it doesn't really shut down completely. But there is enough, and there's not enough true ability to, to predict what would happen here. But there's enough that we can see <clears throat> that we can start extrapolating some problems hitting our economy. For instance... SEC won't shut down, so therefore the stock market will still be watched. But IPO reviews might shut down. And what's that mean? If the IPO market gets shut down, that means Twitter and Chrysler don't come public. And that could be a problem to some. So there's some issues here that aren't real that we want to keep an eyeball on. Um... So, government shutdown, is it going to happen, is it not? Debt ceiling, will it be lifted next week? Uh, no, about three weeks, actually. Because the government can do that. Or, will it be run into a type of scenario where uh, there's a compromise, there's not a compromise, the president refuses to lift the debt ceiling? So, there's uh, really quite more than enough to talk about. Um... Let's talk about, you know, Congress. Uh, a lot could happen today. A lot would need to happen today for a deal to be reached. It's simple. It's maddening. Political analysts don't have high hopes the Republican-controlled House voted over the weekend for a bill that delays Obamacare. People are saying, like, this Obamacare. Some critics are referring it to the Republicans acting as spoiled brats. So the Democratic-controlled Senate, they're not, you know, buying. So game's on a political chicken. Italy's coalition government is at risk of collapsing after Silvio Berlusconi asked five of his party ministers to resign from the cabinet positions. So these are two very big debt markets that are getting really funky fast. The United States is the largest debt market. Italy's the third largest. Manufacturing report out of China uh, basically came in at a reading of 50.2 which is saying manufacturing isn't running as strong as previously believed in the last month, two months we've had China acting very well we want that to continue so this is bad news European stock markets um, aren't getting crushed they're down you know, 1 to 1.5% but the US markets that's going to be a whole different story, and you know people are going to be responding to us. SP 500 is down 12 today, but Nasdaq 
down 27. Dow Jones Industrial Average down 123. 10-year Treasury sits at 2.62%. Gold sits down $12 an ounce to 13.26. Oil is down to $101 a barrel, which does reflect a belief that world economies are struggling. Stocks are slammed on looming shutdown. Weak global data. Twitter's going to make an IPO filing public this week, but again, if the market's going to be down or trending down or be volatile, Twitter's not coming public in the fourth quarter. It would be a huge mistake. J.C. Penney's, there's an article out today about why do people, why do hedge funds like that company? And to me, the retail story is enough for me to say, I'll pass. I've got some standards in there, believe it or not, this cool, cold, cruel, cruel heart. Um, I have some standards. Like, Hopefully you can say, there's some things I don't want to do. So there's going to be a lot of politicians down at CNBC. Um, that's not really all that good news, is it? Facebook's ad chief says, we have more primetime eyeballs than all major TV networks combined. So, I got a cell phone. I know. Kind of a big deal. Thanks. I got a smartphone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Continuing the coolness that is only me. Um, it's got the Facebook app on it, and on occasion I'll check it during the evening. Not every day. Not all the time. I'm still not live tweeting while watching a show. There's people that I know that do. There's a producer here at KRON. Um, I work in a television building. So even though I'm working for radio, I'm in a television building right now. But there's a producer here right now that she's like, when you watch the final, tweet me. I'm like, I'm not going to do that. But she does that with her friends. Um, I would unfriend that person myself, but neither here nor there. Hey, remember that Apple iPhone Gold that went for $10,100 on eBay. Turns out that the sellers canceled the deal. That the bidder basically says he hit one too many zeros. He thought it was going for a thousand and ten dollars and not ten thousand and one hundred dollars. Some gold iPhones are going for thousand dollars, a little bit more. So you can kind of see what this guy was thinking, maybe. If you got the unplugged version, no contract one, six hundred and fifty bucks. Apple's overtaken Coca-Cola as the world's most popular brand. Um, they've unseated Coca-Cola as the world's number one brand. Company founded by Steve Jobs is a leader in design and performance. Apple's brand value jumped twenty eight percent to ninety eight point three billion dollars. Just when you hear the name Apple, when you see commercials for them, you kinda know who they are. Other big stories of note today, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, sequel, eating up the competition, but not as good as last year's Hotel Transylvania. Now, this is made by Sony, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, part two, and it debuted at $30.3 million. Okay. Actually, the number's closer to $35 million. That's not going to move the needle on a stock as big as... Sony, but again, something that we're throwing out there as part of conversation. If you get your calls in the air, it's 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. Political turmoil in Italy rattles the world markets. 
government face a shutdown tonight at midnight. I can tell you it's not going to kill you. Strength days have been seen in healthcare and utilities and some consumer staples, things that are you know definitively needed in our lives. Weakness day in consumer discretionary, energy, financials, and technology. So now we sit, we wait. A lot of people think this shutdown is going to be more impacted, impactful to the stock market because there's a large level of uh, contentment. There's a lack of of volatility. There's a lack of fear right now. To get your calls in the air, it's 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. Drop me an email, rob at robblack.com. It's rob at robblack.com. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Talk Apple, talk investing, we can talk the government shutdown. Does it make you mad? Or do you just don't really care? Because I think most people fall in that I just don't really care category. You can find me on Twitter, Rob Black Show. You can find me on YouTube, Rob Black Show. Yes, I have a channel on YouTube. Check it out. Subscribe. That actually helps me out. Um, not financially, just volume, volume, volume wise. It's Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220, KDOW. Remember a couple years ago there was a banking resolution that a president was trying to protect people from bank fees. Turns out bank fees rose for the 15th straight year with fees for overdrafts and out-of-network ATM usage hitting record highs. The average overdraft now, $32.20. The average cost for using another bank's ATM rose 2% to $4.13. Overdraft and out-of-network ATM fees are low-hanging fruit as far as raising prices. Um, overdraft fees have risen so far that a recent study showed that it's cheaper to borrow $100 from a payday lender than to bounce a $100 check. The median price for a hundred dollar loan from a payday lender is about eighteen bucks. Most people consider that criminal. Out of network ATM fees are the highest in Denver, where the average four dollars and seventy cents. Which you wouldn't really think that would be a regional type of issue, but I guess it is. Good luck finding a free interest-bearing checking account. Just three percent of them are free to customers. Uh, 95% of all institutions that did waive the fee be kept an average of $5,800 in your checking account. So that's kind of frustrating. I know you're like, it's a bank. and didn't Wasn't there something that made it easier for us? And the answer is no, not really. To get your calls in the air today, it's 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. So... Um, Airlines are introducing a new bevy of fees. I know you're saying more. Right? Um, unlike the first generation of charges, which ding flyers for things like chicken bag, new fees promise a taste of the good life, so it's a little bit different. Extra legroom, early boarding, access to quiet lounges, Airlines are now renting Apple iPads with movies loaded on them, selling hot meals. Once on the ground, uh, 
You can skip baggage claim, having your luggage delivered directly to your home or office. Hmm. So maybe a customization of these services down the road. Right now, fees bring in more than $15 billion a year for the airlines. And some of the extra fees that have come in recently is some of the technological upgrades. So, anyhow, I guess that's not the best, sharpest story out there, is it? So, um, 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Let's talk about some of the stories on Wall Street today. Germany's going to wait till 2014 for a new government. Germany may have to wait until January to see a new government, according to the Social Democratic Party. It could take that long for coalition negotiations with Angela Merkel's Christian Democratic Union to wrap up. Chancellor Merkel's party came out ahead in September elections in Germany, but it fell just short of an absolute majority. Germany seems to be one of the more stable countries in the world, probably regretting getting into the euro. So, collapse of Italy's government, coalition government, endangers the country's short and medium-term budget targets and could endanger the country's triple B-plus credit rating. So there's a lot of turmoil in the European Union, European Central Bank. Is now the time to jump out of the markets? Do you think we're in for a big swoosh? Tech stocks are lower today. A little bit on the news on Italy, a little bit on the news of China, a little bit on the news of possible government shutdowns. Facebook's down 1.6%. Apple's down 1.4%. So if you loved them when they are hitting 52-week highs, what do you think about them now? Like Facebook to me is interesting because I think it's got a lot of momentum because it's got some growth. Now you can look at the valuation and say the valuation's crazy, but we didn't bring that up in part of the argument, did we? I'm saying it's a stock that you could look at in a downtime because it's got a lot of momentum because it's got some growth. Earlier in the show, I told you a little bit about how they've got more eyeballs during primetime TV than ABC, NBC, CBS, Fox put together. Primetime is loosely defined as 8 p.m. to 11 p.m. So the number of eyeballs that Apple has during that period of time is over 100 million. Wow. Right? By comparison, the biggest networks have 44 million all combined. It's pretty crazy. Um, Black Friday's coming up. I think that's something, uh, there's ways to save. I think it helps now to start thinking about who you're going to be getting gifts for this year. Some people have got some different takes on gift giving, of which some of them I very much so like. You know, uh, you could spend less, you could earn more, you could shop less. Um, here's ways like some people are saving money, and I'm all for it. Brown bagging it. You know, deli sandwich is five bucks. It's twenty-five bucks a week just on the sandwich at lunch. Not on the soda or anything that with it. You could buy a pound of deli meat for $6, a loaf of bread for 2 So that's going to save you $15 a week. That's going to be 45 roughly $500 a year. 
So you can increase your insurance deductibles. Uh, when your car gets a little older, a dent's not the worst thing in the world. I recently got hit by a person running a red light, and you know whether or not collision and other insurances step up. I'm I'm going to look at the damage and say, you know, how much could I save by not doing this? And do I feel comfortable with that? Or I'm going to do, fix it and be comfortable with that. So upping your deductibles on your insurance could save you 50 bucks in two months. Um, $250, $300 a year. I would check to see if you've got the best data plan for your smartphone. If you can get rid of your smartphone, by all means do. I don't know if we're ever going to go there, though. I don't know if people can give up their smartphone. So every couple of years, I check my data plan. I, you know, how much data am I actually using? Should I pay for that, or should I pay for the unlimited? It's weird. There's a guy here at the TV station that still smokes, and uh, he's easily, easily doing you know two packs a week. So that's twelve. That's fifty. That's six hundred dollars a year. Here's a cool idea on Black Friday. Give people cash. So instead of buying them a $40 tie, give them $40 cash. How interesting, right? I know, how, how unromantic. You listen to Rob Black, your money. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. You can find me online at robblack.com. Twitter, Rob Black Show. YouTube, Rob Black Show. KDOW traffic. Accident coming in for Chandler. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. So do you think it's a good thing that the government shuts down, or do you think it's a bad thing? tell you a little later in the show, a little later in the segment, what I think, just in case you care to know. American Airlines plans to hire 1,500 pilots that they've basically furloughed in the past. They're building a strong, competitive, profitable new American, which will create more opportunities for people. Um, Carrier's still in talks with the U.S. Department of Justice, trying to block the U.S. Airways merger. Uh, we'll see. U.S. Airways, American, uh, can they survive alone? I think that's one of the big you know, angles that you could you know, say, yeah, they probably could survive alone, couldn't they? Do they need this merger? Is it good for the people, the consumers? Uh, 800-516-1220, you want to get your calls in there. The S&P 500 is down 9, the Dow is down 108, and the NASDAQ down 20. Let's welcome in CFP Chad Burton. Chad Burton is with NewFocusFinancial.com. Let's talk about prepaying a mortgage, Chad. You've recently had some new concepts that you want to add to this argument. Well, it's it's really only new for people that are close to or in retirement. Okay. Um, for younger people, I don't think you should prepay your mortgage at all, um, especially if you have not maxed out your IRAs, your 401ks, your Roths, because, look, if you, your house is going to go up and down in value regardless of how much you owe on it. Right. So if you have an extra dollar, if you put that extra dollar into your 401k, the entire dollar goes to work in investments for you. 
if you take that dollar home, you'll pay taxes on it. You only have 70 cents to left, left over to prepay your mortgage. And again, what difference does it make? Because if you can afford your mortgage, your house is going to go up and down in value no matter what. So maximize your investments. Maximize your 401ks, your Roths. You know, save. Make sure you build a large portfolio. People, 30s, 40s, and even most of the time in the 50s should not make extra payments on their mortgage. Where it changes a little bit is certain circumstances in retirement where people are saying, I've got cash that really needs to be safe, like in CDs or in shorter duration bonds. What what do I do with it? Can I beat, I've refinanced my home. I've got a 30-year at, you know, under 4%. Can I beat that with safe money out there? And that's really tough to do. It's really tough to do in this environment. So it makes it a tougher decision. Here's where it's not a tough decision, though. Okay. I've had this email question before from my listeners, your listeners, mostly yours. Let's <laughs> say, should I pull, my mortgage is only $100,000, should I pull $100,000 out of my IRA and pay it off? Well, that's the worst idea you could ever think of. Why is that? Well, if you pull $100,000... I, I can come up with worse ideas. <laughs> this is a pretty bad one, though. Because if you have 100000 in your IRA, you have to pay taxes on a lot of money. So you're going to lose 35% of it at least, right? Sure. So that doesn't make sense. But it, let's say you're a retiree and you've refinanced or your your interest rate's really low. You're not getting much of a tax deduction. Or may, let's say you're 15 years into a 30-year loan and you're no longer getting much of a tax deduction for it. And you've got cash or you've got a large gain in your bond portfolio and you like to peel some of those gains off. It might make sense for you to pay off that mortgage as long as you can still itemize your deductions. Because bonds are at historically low rates. And part of that is because of operation twist, quantitative easing, those types of things. Eventually they'll end. Rates will rise. But for some, Rob, it's even an emotional decision that just makes them feel good to be able to be retired and not have a mortgage payment. And sometimes those emotional decisions are a lot more important than maximizing every dollar. Um, so I, and if you've got extra cash, let's say you inherited it, let's say severance pay something, and that cash is either going to go into bonds or pay off a mortgage. Um, it's it's a it's a very careful consideration. You got to really study the tax return, run an analysis. If you can still itemize your deductions after you pay off your mortgage, it might be something worth looking into. With that said, different people have different images and thoughts on mortgages. My mom has a mortgage. She's seventy-five plus years old. Mm-hmm. I have a mortgage. One of the first things I learned in the business is we're always going to have debt. Just get used to it. Just make sure that you can service it is probably the primary issue. Right. Credit card debt, bad. No doubt about it. 18% credit card debt, bad. Get rid of it. But mortgage debt's good debt. It's low-cost money. Well, it's, it's great. I mean, the, the reason why you and I both like and own real estate is because mortgage is a useful tool to leverage. Get into a property, have somebody else pay for you to rent if, they, yeah. if they're renting. Um, so it's a way for other people to build up your wealth for you. Uh, same thing with a house. Um, the problem is, is that when you get to retirement, and you have limited assets. You're, you know, a lot of people are retiring without enough money. So it becomes a situation of should you pay it off, or maybe you should do a reverse mortgage and have the reverse mortgage pay it off if you haven't saved enough, um, or maybe you should just move and go rent somewhere really cheap that doesn't have state income taxes. You, you've really got to look at all the situations and, and, and find the thing that makes most sense for you. That's a cliche thing to say. Yeah. But it's hard to tell people, yes, when you're 60, pay off your mortgage. That doesn't work for everybody. And I'll add a little color to that is I think it, it's very helpful if you have a professional like a CPA or a CFP help you with 
determining if it's appropriate or not because doing it yourself, you miss big pictures. You miss big concepts at times. Yep. And a lot of people think their mortgage is a great tax deduction, but again, if you're a long ways into your mortgage, it's mostly principal, and it's no longer much of a tax deduction. It could just be a cash outflow. I'm with you. It's CFP Chad Burton. You can find him at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. And I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. Today's the day where we are going to run into the government shutting down. We'll wake up tomorrow. The world will still be there. Our government-sponsored military will still be there. Our Securities Exchange Trading Police Commission will still be there. But they're going to start shutting down some non-mandatory. Markets are already falling on the news. It may actually ease the passage of the next thing, though, known as the debt ceiling. That's one thing that I like about this. It's also noted that the market's already reacting to a shutdown. It's often said that politicians can't see... You know, what's happening in the real world? You can see what's happening in the real world with stocks. Politicians can. The GOP is going to get blamed for it. Republicans can claim that all they want is Democrats and Senate that are responsible for the shutdown. But, you know, polls are saying otherwise. The majority say the Republicans. Um, so having the party take a political hit now puts pressure on them to solve this before the debt ceiling. And finally, a reason that I like the government shutdown is it brings outsiders off the sidelines and people start exerting pressure. Um, in politics, having the fiscal fight, you know, it's you know, getting some business leaders screaming at the politicians, getting Wall Street screaming at them, getting voters screaming at politicians. Democrats are going to argue and carp and complain. Republicans are going to argue, carp and complain. A shutdown also proves, another reason why I like shutdown, the comforting notion, wrong, that those groups, you know, who don't exert political pressure don't get what they want. So will we hit a default? No. Does the market have more downside? Maybe. It's been a great year for the market. Do I think this Washington, D.C. shenanigans are going to shock people? I think we all kind of know how dysfunctional they are right now, don't we? So the debt ceiling, when that's coming up, you're going to hear more and more about the media talking about how Barack Obama could raise the deficit ceiling by executive order if default appears imminent. You know, it could be a nasty signal from Wall Street, like, get it done as we get closer and closer to the 17th. Or it could be a, a, a potential negative that creates even a bigger negative. You know, capitulation by Boehner, ending the shutdown and debt crisis, is in a, you know, pushing the debt of the United States higher and higher. At some point, that becomes a problem. It's the law of big numbers. It's a crushing effect on borrowing costs. Not here. Not now. But down the road. 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-516-1220. This was an odd thing that I saw the other day. People, Campbell Soups is in 85% of all homes. You could go out and buy publicly traded Campbell Soups. It's in 85% of homes. The average American consumes six cans per year. But people forget it's in, it's, in their pantry so they don't eat it. 
Another odd statistic. Bananas are the number one fruit in the world. We consume twice as many bananas as apples and oranges. Do you know why? Probably because it is enclosed. It travels well. But even more importantly, because it's the cheapest fruit out there. Another thing that we tend to buy that we never use are gym memberships. If you were to pay $10 per visit, it would probably work out better for you than a monthly contract. Because most Americans don't use their gym as much as they think they will. Some gyms let you do 10 bucks a visit, some 20 bucks a visit. If you're only going to use it six times a year, do that one. Groupon and Living Social. Have you ever been wooed into a group deal? 20% of Groupon's go unused. That's a bad purchase. Another bad purchase for most people, extended warranties. If the device is going to break, it typically happens in the first 30 days. So, even when there is a repair on an extended warranty, it's like 150 bucks when you come out. Be cautious on that one. Sometimes it's the things we don't spend money on that make all the difference. It's Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM twelve twenty KDOW and iHeart Radio Station. Aaron Paul from Breaking Bad made a surprise Saturday Night Live appearance cameo playing Jesse Pinkman during a sketch on Obamacare. It was the sketch that opened up the show for the newest season. It's kind of a cute sketch, you know, like they're kind of parroting Obama would say, you know, hey, I extended it so your children up to the age 26 can continue to have health care under your plan. And the dad says, yeah, great. Now my kid doesn't want to get a job. He was cute. Again, it was... Writers were quite fun, right? So new Golden Age TV... Um, that a lot of people think started with The Sopranos. Breaking Bad ended last night. I think everyone was pretty pleased with the ending. Not so much with Lost, not so much with The Sopranos. We had these serialized dramas that ended with a fade to black or what really happened. Breaking Bad really told you what happened. So people... Um, I don't know. You know, you have a character that's the main character that converts with neo-Nazis. He's responsible for the death of his brother-in-law. He kidnapped his own daughter. He let his partner's girlfriend die in front of him. Rubbed it in his face. And you still kind of like the guy. It's the anti-hero. Someone that you're not supposed to like. Um, I don't know. J.P. Morgan came out with a list of 21 stocks that offer double-digit returns that they think are cheap. Now, a list like this, I think, is both wonderful and dangerous. 
because a lot of people say, I just got $50,000, what should I buy? I'm like, I don't know what you have. So you might be getting something that isn't the best suited for you. Um, you know, a name like Apple, it's got a little bit of a cult personality to it. So JP Morgan sees 13% upside, and they see PE under 12, so there's very little downside. They look at Caterpillar, and they look at their PE and say 12 and a half times, it's cheap. Investors are fearing the slowdown in China, but it's still got that cheap valuation. And at some point in time, people are going to need these big, Big rigs, the big trucks, as I like to call them. So what do you need? Like Delphi Automotive, to me, is a great way to play the auto industry without playing GM or Ford. Everyone knows GM and Ford. No one knows Delphi Automotive. And when you have a Delphi Automotive, you've got you know a P of 12 times. It's protected on some level. International paper, they make products that we... Other products in. It's play on office equipment. It's play on business and shipping. Their PE is 11 and a half times, but their price target is 16% higher. So it's a list of basically 20 stocks that they put out that says here's some double-digit double returns, and you know here's the PE that you're going to have to see that it's got some downside protection. You know, to me, I think Ford's the most intriguing automaker. If you want it to go that direction, it's got a PE of 10 times next year's earnings. And their trucks are selling really, really well. So they're the biggest benefactor, I think, of the auto recovery across the board. And you can look at the stock and you can say it's up 30% for the year. That's too expensive for me. And maybe it is. You know, in a down market, due to a government shutdown, people are going to look at what winners can I sell. But maybe that, I'm going to look at what winners can I buy from this list. We have a down market, but it's getting a little bit better. First half hour, very, very dramatic. Now the SP 500 is down 8, the Dow is down 101, the NASDAQ is down 12. And if the percentages, the Dow is down the biggest, two thirds of 1%. If you look at percentages, the NASDAQ is down the least, one third of 1%. And yet, I can use a phrase like stock markets getting slammed. Now, you know one of the big losers of the government shutdown may be Chrysler and Twitter IPOs. Drama would be so dramatic that these companies will say, we don't want to come public at this time because we may lose billions of dollars. As people, we may not get the attention. People are afraid of downside, not upside. So, that's interesting enough note. I know a Twitter IPO, a tech IPO could be hurt due to government shutdown. Last segment, I was talking about some things that we never we buy that we never use, like gym memberships. Most people would be better off with their gym membership just paying per visit. Another one is people who buy exercise equipment. 40% of us say we use it a lot less than we thought we would. I hate indoor exercise at my own home. Mobile apps... Some people will buy an app, use it once, and never use it again. 26% of people will do that. Um, jumpy houses and swimming pools, things that you get for your kids. Um, how do you convert that pool space now into something useful? 
So with pools, it eats up natural resources of water, exposes your kids to chemicals and maintenance costs for you. It usually eats up a large portion of your real estate. And for most people, they just sit there dormant. Empty nesters don't use them at all. Snowbirds don't use them during a good part of the year when they're leaving. Another thing that we buy that we never use are crazy gadgets, like salmon poachers and pasta drying racks. You look at the tool while Martha Stewart's using it, and you're like, I have to have it. But it's that extra step in the kitchen that just drives you crazy. Hey, you can find me on Twitter, Rob Black Show, Facebook, group page, I Hate Rob Black, or Facebook fan page, Cron4Rob Black, K-R-O-N 4 Rob Black. You can find me on YouTube, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. Like me, follow me. It's a good way of supporting the efforts I put into this, so I can see how my audience grows or doesn't grow, and where and why. It's Rob Black, your money, on the Wall Street Business Network. 1-800-345-2159. Here's our business headlines of the day. First government shutdown in 17 years seen unavoidable without talks. Fed is all too familiar with this. You, the public, is all too familiar with this. Wall Street is all too familiar with this. Politicians aren't talking. There's no settlement coming. There's going to be a shutdown tonight. There's no last second Hail Mary, two-month extension. Just throwing it out there. Um, SpaceX scores in California launch. So on one hand, we're stuck with a world of politics. On the other hand, SpaceX is opening our minds about space flights, right? Um, I don't know. SpaceX is publicly traded. It's an Elon Musk kind of company. It's a pretty cool sensation to ever watch a rocket launch, if you've ever got to do it. So Jeff Bezos wants to get into space. Elon Musk wants to get into space. Uh, the quality standards are getting there. And, you know, probably in my lifetime I'll be able to throw down a ridiculous amount of money to go to space. Think of the rush of watching a missile launch. Think of the rush of being in a missile launch. Other stories out there today that are... Oh, and by the way, I saw a trader say, I drove a Tesla. I'll never short the stock again. I thought that was interesting. Siemens CEO is in the news today. He's riling the labor reps. Siemens is a big German company, kind of like the German GE 15,000 new jobs cuts were announced over the weekend. 5,000 at home, 10,000 abroad. They're trying to close the gap with GE and a company called ABB, which probably we've never heard of out of Switzerland. You know, this guy's been in office a couple of years. And I, know, I have a friend who works at Siemens, and he gets a ridiculous salary. So I can understand that there's a lot of those out there that massive savings programs trying to push profitability on the margins are in the works. They're operating profit per employee in terms of euros, 2728, 70% below GE, 13% below ABB. Um, 
Now, again, does that mean the company has to go out and be GE? No. Does the company have to be loyal to their employees? That answer there, again, no. At some point in time, you lose the ability to deliver a product if you can't afford your costs. And that's the problem with Siemens. Is that it's expensive doing business. And when you have unions that say, we want more health care for our people, it becomes even more expensive. When you cut an employee and you don't have to pay for their health care, it becomes even more profitable. I think you get it. I don't think I have to beat this one into the ground. I don't know. Obamacare is going to be just a brutal fight. I sense. Um, a lot of people don't realize how it's going to work. Saturday Night Live did a skit parodying it, telling me again that we kind of know about it, but what we don't know is going to be the problem. World markets are riled by concern over Rome. In Italy, the chief leader, Berlusconi, basically said, uh, there's a confidence vote. So, ministers and premiers, Italy hasn't needed a financial bailout like other countries that use the euro, such as Greece and Portugal, but it does have very high debts that have compelled successive governments to instigate wide-ranging economic reforms. They're going to be hit at some point, you would think. A lot of politicians get into office and they're like, you know, I'm not going to cut taxes, I'm not going or raise taxes, I'm not going to cut programs. And then to keep their confidence in the vote go, going, they're like, i got to look at this. i got to look at doing this. Because I now look at their balance sheet and there's a lot of debt. And I can't figure out where I'm going to pay that from. So the months lead up to the deadline of a debt ceiling and or a funded government. Sometimes it gives you time to like get some perspective. Sometimes the politicians, though... What they do is, with the deadline two weeks away, one week away, one hour away, they use that time to get on CNBC, to get on Fox Business, to get on Bloomberg, whatever they can to say, you know, I am your politician and I support you. One of the interesting things that I, I look at this debt ceiling issue and I look at the government shutdown as um, it, it tends to get people upset. Because you're like, I elected you. Do your job. Now it keeps Republicans upset. It gets Democrats upset, which is the problem. Because the politicians, you know, they're just politicking at this point in time, trying to look good. But they're not talking to each other. And thus, they're not compromising their core constituents back home. It's a problem, right? Last couple segments today, I've been talking about things that we buy that we never use. Surprisingly, Campbell Soup is in over 80% of all homes. We buy it and because it stores so well, we don't use it. Or maybe soup looks good at the store, but until you get that rainy day, it doesn't look so good. One of the things that we waste a lot of money on is books. We buy them and then never use them. Only 20% of the clothes that you own will ever be worn. So we'll wear it once and then just forget about it. So if the t-shirt or the shirt doesn't make your heart sing every morning it's probably not going to get a lot of love, right? Anyhow 800-516-1220 get your calls in the air it's 800-516-1220 Facebook's ad chief 
over the weekend came out and said, we get over 100 million eyeballs a night between 8 and 11 p.m. If you combine ABC, NBC, CBS, Fox, you get 44 million eyeballs in a night. Will they be able to monetize that? I bet they do. Will the stock ever look fairly valued? I don't know. Um, I know people that, you know, that it's an essential part of their life. Um, other big stories of note. Let's take a quick look at the market numbers and see how we're faring for the day. Uh, Breaking Bad ended. They were getting $400,000 for a commercial last night. SP 500 is down 9. Oh, there's a publicly traded company, AMC. But now what's the problem is they don't have anything in the pipeline. They don't have as much in the pipeline. Yes, they got The Walking Dead. Dow's down 106. NASDAQ's down 14. There's a talk of doing a spinoff show from The Walking Dead. Their Low Dark Sun or whatever that show is, it's kind of copying the format for Breaking Bad. But unless you have the showrunner, unless you have support of the writers, it's just not going to be the same thing. So we'll see on where AMC publicly trades in the next year. Now, that's not a stock for everyone. Uh, just want to throw that out there. So, consult a broker advisory for taking action on any stocks mentioned. The ticker symbol is AMCX. Would the thought of a Walking Dead and their millions and millions and millions of viewers do they need? Do we need two hours of zombies? Again, if they did it in the summer before the fall release, maybe. If the writers are good enough, maybe. That's a show that's getting more and more viewers, even though they've had multiple showrunners and multiple writers along the way. Anyhow, anyway, you can find out more about AMC Networks at AMCX is the ticker. I'm Rob Black. We'll take a break. Good minute. Listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome in. Rob Black and Your Money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. You can find me at Twitter, Rob Black Show. Facebook, Cron4 Rob Black. You can find me at YouTube, Rob Black Show. I try to line any of my media with some insights that help you. Hopefully that's the case. Otherwise, I'm doing something wrong. Get your calls in there. It's 800-516-1220. Government shutdown looming. We're going to get through it. We're going to wake up tomorrow, and hopefully the world will still be here. I think that it will. SP 500 down 9. The Dow's down 112. The Nasdaq down 14. Joining me now, CFP Chad Burton. Chad Burton is a financial planner with New Focus Financial. Coming in today to talk a little bit about long-term care insurance. Let's start with what is long-term care? Well, long-term care insurance, and, and for the record, I don't sell long-term care insurance. Okay, that's I, good. You know, fee-based financial planning, but I'm a huge believer in it. I started in this business at a pretty young age with my grandfather, who had a lot of older clients. Right. And about two years into the business, it seemed like the phone was ringing almost every week. I'd get a call from a husband or a wife saying, they've gone into a nursing home, they've got Alzheimer's, uh, you know, how am I going to pay for this? It's, back then, it was even three or $4,000 a month. Now you're approaching five or six. 
in the Bay Area, you can see nursing home costs as high as ten for a, a month for right. still nursing facility. Which do the math? That's hundred thousand dollars a year. Yeah, hundred twenty. So the average person, once they go into a nursing home, first of all, once you hit about seventy, there's about a sixty percent chance you're going in. Okay. And the average stay is three years. So that includes the people that go in for ten years with dementia, and just you know, and that's the that's the killer of the portfolio. Yeah. And then there's those that go in for six months and have a stroke and die, or or you know. Whatever it's it's the average stay in America is about three years, and Medicare doesn't cover it. If you if you go through the right steps and you end up in a hospital for you know, three days and with a thirty days, there's all these rules to get yeah. any kind of a, a short term coverage from Medicare. So the long term, it's up to you. Okay. you. You either you're either going to you got a couple of options. You can either pay for yourself. That means you've saved more than enough for retirement. So the person that that's able to self-insure is those people that are 65, and they're able to live off of you know maybe two to three percent of their portfolio, and that's more than enough. Right. They can probably self-insure. There's middle America, which they're retiring and they're having to live off of four or five percent of their portfolio at 65. They need the long-term care insurance the most. And then there's those that haven't saved enough. They're going to go on Medicare, or Medicaid rather, and it's called Medi-Cal in California, which means to get that coverage, not only it's typically not the kind of care you'd really want for yourself or your parents. But you've got to spend down to 2000 bucks, and only a certain amount of your home is now protected as an asset as well. So the, the biggest thing about long-term care insurance is it actually helps you stay out of a nursing home. If you have an event, you, have, you lose the five activities of daily living. Let's right. say it's dressing or eating or continence, whatever. They'll pay for somebody to come to your house and take care of you. It helps you stay in your home. Right. And tell me a nursing home that you've like that you've been in and you oh great food great people this is where i want to be in retirement no i'd rather have a wheelchair ramp built at my house so i can stay there and the the parent that you put in that old folks home they're not happy and they're they're bitter and they're pissed about it so it's a lose-lose scenario so long-term care just so people know my grandmother she had alzheimer's disease for five years and was horrific watching Mm -hmm. her die uh, did you know, like, if you don't get out of bed, like, your foot, your bones become so frail, they just collapse? Mm-hmm. Your yeah. arms start to curl up towards your heart because that's just age. Like, you just sit in there waiting to die. Bed sores and everything else. It's ugh. My mother's had a couple strokes, and she's been in um, long-term care three times in the last five years. So it, this is a real issue. For me, I don't know, because I'm, I'm going to live forever, Chad. You know, it's that's the, that's the, the people that need it. You know, if you've got fam- you go. more family history of people just having a massive cholesterol issues and they have a heart attack and die, right? Versus, if I get a client and they have both parents went in with dementia or Alzheimer's, right? Um, even the wealthy ones that can do the the one to two percent of income and and be completely fine. Yeah. What happens is is they get to that point in time and somebody else, like a kid, is making the decision for them on care, right? And the kid's worried about their inheritance. They're thinking, oh, dad's got Alzheimer's. He doesn't even know where he's at. I'm going to put him in this house where he's sharing a room with somebody else so I can inherit more money. So even wealthy people might want to look at long-term care insurance to take the financial piece of the health care decision yeah. out of the mix. It's really an estate planning piece as well. And you can write that type of instruction into your trusts. So, With, that, with that said, do poor people need to buy long-term care? Um, you know, it... You know what I mean. Poor people can't afford it. I mean, it's yeah. it's kind of one of those things where you're where you're looking at costs of two hundred and fifty dollars a month and up. Yeah. If you buy the stuff, it's you know early. Okay. It's more if you buy it later in life. Four to five thousand a month. Oh yeah, if you're seventy five or eighty. Okay. You know, I mean, it gets to the point. You know, you've got to get it purchased typically by sixty five, sixty six. So in the get to, you don't need you don't need long term care insurance. <laughs> Poor people don't need it because the poor they can't afford it. Too old, you can't afford it. It's it's your your risk is too high. You haven't paid in the pool long enough. 
And don't think that it might, you know, most of the time when you're going to buy long-term care insurance, um, the agents say, well, rates aren't likely to go up, but really they are. Because okay. an insurance company, the only way they can raise rates is that they can go to the state and say, look, we've had higher than expected claims. We need to raise the rates, and the state will let them do that. So that could happen as well. Talking retirement issues and more with certified financial planner Chad Burton. You can find him at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. You can find me at YouTube, Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show. One of the stories that I'm playing with today is Delta's going to equip 11,000 pilots with Microsoft Service 2 tablet devices. How do you, how, why is that good? It's good for trees. It reduces the carbon footprint, saves 13 million in fuel and associated cost each year. Delta Airlines is equipping its 11,000 pilots so they can kind of have an electronic flight bag which will replace flight kits containing navigational charts. Um, you know, the rollout's going to take a couple years. It's not going to hit all the pilots immediately. I think, you know, training people on the Microsoft 8.1 software, it's going to be an expense that they expect to make back over time. Because I don't think, I don't know. I know, you know, millions of new PCs are sold with it every single year or so. There is that, but with that said, this isn't a huge deal, but it's kind of nice to see. I saw one kind of interesting article this weekend that a weatherman said, this is the last flight I'm ever going to take because I want to reduce my carbon footprint. And I found that to be, like, you can't knock him for saying that. Uh, Will he live by that? Will he not go on vacations anymore? I have to take him at his word that that's kind of what he meant. Um, it does make you think. I think business travel should be done with Skype as much as possible. Uh, but, you know, if you're a salesperson, there's nothing like a face-to-face meeting versus doing things over Internet connections that sometimes are proved to be less than efficient. Bank fees rose again for the 15th straight year. Overdraft fees Payday lenders are egregious, but so are bouncing check fees. 800-516-1220. We'll take a break here. We'll be right back. Rob Black and your money. Listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW and iHeart Radio Station. Welcome back in. Rob Black and Your Money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money invested in more. Anything that you want to talk about, we could talk about. Bank fees rising for the 15th straight year. The average monthly service fee is $14.65. The average monthly service charge is $5.54 for a non-interest-bearing checking account. Some of these fees are optional, and some of them are just you not handling your money correctly. And I think that's part of this whole thing that just stinks, is how much people spend on things that 
they don't have to fail at. Treasury yields dropped to the lowest not seen in seven weeks. Ten-year dropped 2.605%. For the short term, for mortgages, that's great. If you haven't got one, there's some action there. Um, the federal government's closer to a shutdown. There's a little bit of a flight into safety. Treasuries are considered safe. Pope John Paul II and Pope John the 23rd are canonized and turned into saints on April 27th, 2014. How does that make your mom feel? Germany may have to wait until 2014 for a new government, Angela Merkel's Christian Democratic Union. Um, and their Social Democrat Party, they're not going to be rushed. They're trying to you know, figure out how the election should look and feel. Italy's in a little bit of turmoil over the weekend. It was the third biggest debt market. So the United States dealing with debt issues right now. And the government working or not working. And when will they run out of money and have to push the debt ceiling higher? Same thing's happened in Italy, but, you know, different story, but same end. JCPenney's shares dropped today to a 30-year low. Um, there's a lot of people saying, like, this is going to be the mother of all short squeezes. A lot of hedge funds are in it. Some people think, you know, has the company lost sales? Have they deleveraged themselves on the fixed cost of business? Uh, but 8.59 is a quote I saw today. 30-year low. Chicago PMI climbed in September to 55.7, reading from 53, reading in August. Chicago PMI has risen three straight months and is the latest increase in consistent with moderate economic growth. So those are the big stories, right? Apple overtakes Coca-Cola as the world's most valued brand, valuable brand. Google rose into second place. Coke slipped after 13 years in the top split spot. When I say Google, you know what I'm saying, right? You know what I'm thinking. Uh, Breaking Bad was a breakout hit for Twitter. Last night, 100,000 tweets a day were actually tweeted in the days heading into the season series finale. That's kind of interesting because Apple and uh, Apple points to like, hey, yeah, there's a lot of devices out there that Samsung's selling, but they're not on the web as much as they are on our devices. ABC, NBC, CBS, Fox, 44 million viewers a night. And what I typically do during commercials, I get up and go grab a beer. I get up and go grab some popcorn. I get up and go, and I leave. And then I come in and I zip through the commercials. Um, So I'm not seeing a lot of commercials in my life. Facebook, when you're on it, you're looking at your friends and your family, and you can't help but see some of that advertising because you're actively using the service. There's a big argument right now about how is this going to break? You know, where will the advertising dollars go? Um, I just got an email from someone. I just heard a commercial about flipping in San Jose. It was the guy from the TV show, Flip This House. What is the world coming to? You need to be very careful um, on any commercial that promises wealth. Um, anything. Uh, let's see. I got a pitch for a guest. I'll get back to it later. The Emmy-winning T 
TV show Breaking Bad's gone. AMC now has to deal with what are they going to do to continue to keep in the profile. So ticker symbol is AMCX. It's AMCX to get your calls on the air. Um, other stories of note, eBay cancels the sale of the gold phone uh, that went for $10,100 last week. So more than 50 times the item's regular price. And the guy said it was a typo. Now, the phone is going for $1,000, which is still pretty good. But don't forget, there's fees involved. eBay gets 10% of the transaction. Shipping's involved. Gold iPhone, that kind of demand. IKEA is going to start selling solar panels for homes in Europe. Now, they're also going to start selling them in Great Britain in the coming months. A standard all-black 3.36 kilowatt system for a semi-detached home will cost about $9,200, and it'll include an in-store consultation and design service as well. How long will it take you to earn back your money? I can promise you this. Costs are going to be higher in the future for energy. You're probably with me on that, right? eBay staying with eBay from the gold iPhone story. They're facing the possible failure of its planned sale of its Frontier Airlines unit. Oops, no, not eBay. That's Republic Airways. So, Republic owns Frontier Airlines. So, their sticking point in the negotiations is the pilots, and that'll get resolved. eBay was unsuccessful in an attempt to get the Department of Justice lawsuit to miss. That suit involves an agreement between eBay and the software maker and Intuit, which they agreed not to recruit each other's employees. Hmm. U.S. shoppers prefer Sony's soon-to-be-released PlayStation 4 over Microsoft's next entry, the Xbox One. So Sony commissioned, or Reuters commissioned a survey, and they found that people are looking for this PlayStation 4 over the Microsoft's Xbox One. 26% of the surveyed said they were likely to buy the PS4, while 15% said they'd buy the Sony uh, Microsoft Xbox One. Boeing um, is in the news because... Budget carrier Norwegian Air grounded a new 787 Dreamliner. They demand that Boeing perform repairs. 30 days in service and it needs repairs. Oof. It's a phone call I probably would not want to take. Uh, an angry airline for the purchases of a very expensive plane. 800-516-1220. I started the segment by saying someone... You know, got an email about a house flipping commercial. Can you do it? Sure. But I told you a friend of mine sold his phone, his gold iPhone, on eBay. And he got $1,000. But by the time he had to factor in all the costs, the seller rating on the person was one. He was like, this wasn't as good of a deal as I thought it was going to be. You know, it's a $600 phone unlocked, plus taxes, so... He eventually said, I'm not going to do it again, so, because the seller that he got canceled on him. He said, you know, hey, I was going to buy it for 1000 and I won. I was happy, but my kid was in a car crash, today, and now money has to go that direction. So that's out there. Um, 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-516-1220. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Money invested in more. Um, I think you should always have a strategy when it comes to money and investing. So I think you should look at the news of the day and see how you feel about it. I like reading five copies of the Wall Street Journal on weekends. I like reading Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and see 
How was it presented in the news, and how did it play out in the market? Panera got downgraded to equal weight from overweight at Morgan Stanley. At the same time, they upgraded Chipotle, Mexican Grill, from overweight to equal weight. Now, when you get a copy of the report, you can start looking into it. You see why they did it. What's interesting to me is that they felt compelled to put a sell on one and put a buy on the other. Um, I think, and I could be wrong here, I think Chipotle is going to start doing breakfast. Um, Everyone loves their food. Everyone loves their angle on food. It's tough to go, oh, that that company is a bunch of jerks. So people are becoming more socially conscious. I think they want Whole Foods when they can afford it. I think they afford as much as they can at Whole Foods when they can't afford it. So that whole healthier food decision is there. And I think because that, Chipotle can get into breakfast pretty easily. Pretty darn easily. Those were the two upgrades and downgrades that I saw today that were the most interesting. I saw crude oil fall, gold fell, silver fell. There's no demand for commodities today. Uh, today, after close, paychecks is going to report earnings, so I'll take a look at that. Tomorrow, we get Walgreens. Keep in mind, we're moving into cold and flu season, and as you move into cold and flu season, if you start seeing a lot of sick people, then maybe you want to look at something like a Walgreens or a CVS to purchase. Because they're going to get their flu shots. Then the flu shot comes with like a 10% off or 20% off. But also you tend to buy that Coca-Cola. You're like, man, I'm thirsty for a soda. Or man, I really want some new. So cold and flu season can be played from a strategic standpoint. Doesn't mean that works for you. So tonight we face the government shutdown. And I think tomorrow we're going to start seeing that certain things are not as bad as we were expecting. Siemens CEO is riling up his labor force because he's going to cut 4% of the staff. And it brings back the question, and I'm not going to give you my answer. I want to hear yours. It brings back, do corporations have a duty to their employees? Or did, are corporations people, and they're allowed to max out whatever they need to max out? Um, if I owned a business that I could save some good amount of money because I switched cleaning products, I should do that. Um, if demand's not there and I've got two employees who sit around and surf the internet all day, I should be allowed to cut them, right? Same questions hit a company like a Siemens. If you're Rob Black, your money. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.